The House will be back in session. The House will be back in session. Have all voted who wish. Have all voted who wish. Words you'll hear whenever you tune in to uh, the Illinois House. They convene today at 10. Uh, They've been in since Tuesday this week. Uh, They'll take the weekend off and come back Tuesday next week, as will the Senate. The Senate's off today. They canceled their scheduled session day. Uh, So a lot of activity going on in the House. Not much happening in the Senate, though. Uh, They have been holding hearings, but they haven't been um, passing legislation. A lot of that's been done in the House so far this week. Uh, Joining us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed on 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM is State Representative Avery Bourne. Uh, Thanks for taking time with us, Representative. Uh, It's been a busy week for you guys in the House, but not much happening in the Senate. What's going on? Good morning. Happy Friday. Yeah, it's uh, been a crazy week in the House. Lots and lots of bills being passed. Um, Some very controversial, kind of with not a whole lot of debate. So I think this is... uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Senate does when they send them all over. And um, hopefully folks are paying attention. You know, we haven't been there a lot, but we're back and apparently in full swing now. It feels like it because, uh, you know, watching the live feed, uh, not from the, uh, the the ILGA website, but from cameras set up uh, by independent news groups. Um, you know, you guys are, are practically on top of each other. There's not much social distancing going on. Of course, the masks are there. But uh, other than those small covid protocols uh compare this to 2019 yeah i think the only difference is after we get done sitting next to each other on the house floor for hours we have to go back to our offices to do virtual committees uh so that's been i think kind of a crazy uh difference is that we're not able to actually talk to advocates and folks who can come to the capitol and have these conversations in committee it's a pretty closed off process um, and yeah. one that I wish we would get back to normal. I tell you, um, walking around uh, the Capitol building yesterday, I was giving uh, uh, somebody a, a tour, uh, somebody that we just brought on with Illinois Radio Network, and uh, it's just I was I had to tell them over and over again. I'm like, typically, you know, non-COVID time, this place is packed. <laughs> Never this empty. Yeah, there's you know, there's uh, I've walked down in the first floor where it was shoulder to shoulder people, uh, you know, citizens expressing themselves and whatnot, and yeah, it's it's uh, very quiet around the Capitol, but uh, definitely. Definitely not quite on the House floor. Uh, we're talking with State Representative Avery Bourne, 744 now on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, Representative, uh, I did want to talk about the uh, not just the, the process that's going on with, you know, feeling kind of like non-COVID times but with COVID protocols. But uh, the, the process of Republicans getting their bills heard, uh, we have seen several Republican measures pass. Uh, but what's your sentiment uh, as being in the super minority uh, when it comes to substantive bills you guys want to get a, uh, get out there and get addressed? Yeah, I think that the lack of Republican bills that are meaningful being called for a vote in committee just goes to show that this is exactly the same game that Madigan played. And uh, it's not exactly a new day in Springfield. I think there was a press conference yesterday of House Republicans talking about the fact that Ethics reform, right? No substantive ethics reform bill was allowed out of committee, and we haven't seen any from the House Democrats. Property tax relief, we haven't seen any substantive bills of Republicans be able to be allowed out of committee. We just have this long list of real reforms. We introduced uh, Reimagine Illinois, 81 substantive bills we think could help make our state a better place to live, work, and raise a family. And we haven't seen those bills be able to get out of committee. So Uh, I think it shows that if folks want a different process in Springfield, House Democrats are going to 
have to do more uh, than just elect a new speaker, we're probably going to need uh, quite a few uh, new folks there if the process is going to change. Well, and you uh, mentioned the 80-some-odd bills that um, House Republicans and uh, Senate Republicans are looking to advance, but at least in the in the House overall, uh, there are, what, close to 700 bills that advanced out of committee before uh, the deadline, before you guys went on spring break? Yeah, that's right. And a huge majority of them are House Democratic bills, or they're House Republican bills that are non-controversial, right? We all have small bills that can help folks, but they're not these uh, big reforms that the people of Illinois are demanding. State Representative Avery Bourne with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Now, to get these bills heard, uh, something kind of revealing on the House floor on Wednesday, close to the tail end of uh, session, you guys uh, were having some points of personal privilege. You stood up to talk about a measure that you've got substantial support from uh, even uh, some on, on the Democratic side and a variety of other groups as well. I think everybody out there who's pulling a trailer right now uh, is, is yeah. feeling the pinch. Uh, and you'd even mentioned Boy Scouts. Uh, yesterday, Representative Butler mentioned Abate uh, and those people who have trailers. Tell us about this 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 trailer tax bill uh, and uh, what's happened with it, and and how come you can't get it heard in committee? Yeah, anyone who has a trailer will know exactly what this is. Um, in the Capitol bill, there was a uh, provision that increased trailer fees from eighteen dollars to one hundred and eighteen dollars. From the very beginning, folks on both sides have admitted that this was a drafting error. This was never part of negotiations. It was not intended to be in there. And so they've said they're going to fix it. And last year, we were promised it was going to be in the BIMP, the budget implementation bill, they would fix it. Uh, And so we reintroduced it again this year. We have 63 people co-sponsoring my bill, which, as you know, is a majority of the House. If we had 63 votes on it, it would pass. And we still haven't been able to hear it in committee. But here's the thing. I'm a super minority. I don't need it to be my bill that passes. Katie Stewart has a bill. Uh, Joyce Mason has a bill. I think there are eight or nine identical bills, and none of them were allowed for a hearing. So I think it just goes to show you can have a majority of people in the legislature. Certainly a majority of our constituents want this to be changed. And we're still not allowed to have a hearing. So the trailer tax went from, what, 18 to $118? Or what was the, the jump there? Yeah, it was a $100 increase, which I don't know if it was literally a drafting error of a one or if it was a drafting error that it was included with something else. Uh, but that was never intended to be uh, increased revenue to the state. They should not have relied on that for their projects. We're talking with State Representative Avery Bourne here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Now, after you made your comments Wednesday, a few other comments later, uh, State Representative Mike Zaleski got up there. He's the chair of the House Revenue and Finance Committee. Uh, he seemed to take personal your comments, uh, being critical of the overall process uh, when it comes to this uh, this trailer tax bill. Uh, and he seemed to indicate that, uh, you know, outside of the committee process, he wanted you to walk over in the chamber and talk to him about the bill. Isn't that what committees are for is to have the bill open in public and have conversations and have that debate in public instead of uh, at the back of the chamber without the microphones around? Yeah, you know, I think it's it's fine to talk to our other members about the bill. I've talked to a lot of members about the bill, including our minority spokesperson on the committee. I've talked to Representative Zaleski about the bill before. Um, this is, uh, this is I think, uh, just shows that the majority protects its own power, obviously. I have no problem talking to him about the bill. I think it would be pretty persuasive that 63 members are co-sponsoring it. So 
Um, we can't take anything in this job personally. Everybody who runs for office knows that. And um, I'm happy to have that conversation with him. But like you say, it should also be had in a public forum. State Representative Avery Bourne, uh, of course, March, um, rather, May 31st, coming up pretty quick. Uh, do you have indication that we're going to see um, a, a, a methodical approach to passing a budget? Or is there indication that we're going to see you know, a 700-page budget document drop, dropped just a few hours before passing, as is typically the case uh, in, the, in the state legislature? You know, we haven't begun this process. Uh, the way that we should have already. We should be seeing a revenue estimate about this time or right about now, and then it should be sent to the appropriations committees to go through this process of appropriating a certain amount of money in each committee and figuring out which lines go where. Uh, We haven't seen that yet. We're closing in, right? We should probably be doing this next week. So uh, I would say watch out. I doubt I'm pretty skeptical, right, that we're going to see a new change in the budgeting process. But if we are, should be starting soon. State Representative Avery Bourne, greatly appreciate your time. Uh, And what do you expect happening today? Uh, Guys are in at 10 o'clock. Yeah, we're starting this new consent calendar process that we haven't done since I got there, where we vote on non-controversial bills as a block. So that will be, I think, an interesting uh, new thing that I'll be able to experience on the House floor. Yeah, we're we're familiar with a, a consent agenda with uh, the Springfield City Council, and we do the council roundup, and they just lump all the non-controversial bills together and vote on them at once. Uh, sometimes it could be five bills, sometimes it could be twenty. Uh, how many bills are on that consent agenda? Do you know? The rules allow for eighty at a time. I wow. think the first batch is seventy something. <laughs> They've been posted for a while. We can go through them and object to any of them. We also have the opportunity to send in a letter and vote no on any of them. So uh, I think it'll be an interesting process to see. Greatly appreciated as always, and we'll connect again in the near future. All right, have a great day. Sounds good.